Thank you for joining us on More Than That, a podcast where we dive a little bit deeper into what was preached on Sunday morning. We hope that this is enriching to your walk with Christ and that you love God and people that much more so that we can extend the glory of God to the people he has placed in our lives. So we'd buckle up and enjoy the conversation. Hey City Church, welcome back to More Than That. It is really good to be back after being sick for a a week. Um, so I'm glad that Trevor was able to fill in last week for me. Um, but this was the second week in our Advent series, Fixated, which is really, really good. We're going through a, um, a good portion of the book of Hebrews and Raphael got a chance to preach on Hebrews 1, 4 through 2, 4. So he had a pretty good chunk. So Raphael, who was sitting across from me, um, what would you say if you had an extra 10 minutes or so to go into something different or dive a little bit deeper? Yeah, um, so one of the things that at least I wanted to uh, maybe just like push in a little bit is when you looked at our sermon on Sunday, um, you know, I think we we are on this thing of like fixating on Jesus is the most important thing mm-hmm. uh, that we could do. So yeah. uh, the main idea was like fixating on Jesus means that our lives are fully submitted to his rule and we're actively, uh, we actively maintain a rightful view of our great salvation. Um so one thing that at least like just um I would have really spent a little bit more time on uh is why is it so easy to neglect uh this great salvation um why is it so easy then to uh to drift away why is it why is the author of Hebrews writing um uh the the answer to that is that like um you know, in the Hebrew family, uh, the Hebrew community that he is writing to, that the author is writing to, uh, one of the things is that, like, they're going through suffering. As they're going through suffering and um, they're going through suffering, uh, they are starting to doubt a little bit the finality of Jesus. <coughs> mm, um, yeah. And so... The finality of Jesus, and when you are surrounded by uh, Colosseums and and people that are around you and persecutions and all that, uh, you start longing for uh, a certain version of strength to be shown, and a crucified Messiah really is no longer as attractive anymore. Yeah, especially given the typical jewish understanding of the messiah yeah yeah so so they they want deliverance now Mm -hmm. um they want uh and 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 with that said uh what the writer is really doing is that like uh he is uh he's doing what john Stott, for example said the great theme of the letter of hebrews is the finality of jesus saying that like hey guys god has spoken he has spoken through jesus um, and if he's spoken through Jesus, if an angel was to come and speak to you, you I know you would tremble a lot more than this. But like just just so that you know, 
Jesus is better than angels. Uh, we're going to see that Jesus is a better man this coming week. He's the, he's the true human. We're going to see that he's the better Moses, better Joshua, better whatever it is, um, that he is the better high priest. And so that's what the whole theme of uh, Hebrews seems to really um, just capture. But why is it that we drift away? Why is it that it's so easy to neglect uh, to forget to give its attention is because a lot of times the tangible aspects of things uh, seem to be the ones that capture our our attention. So, um, so I want you to kind of think of it this way. This is actually like how someone uh, pointed it out, that the spiritual realities, um, you know, the spiritual realities, what we have in Jesus um uh and sometimes like because of uh we we you would have like almost like uh the reality our spiritual realities um that are like if you were to look at heaven and earth right um what is true in heaven and what is true on earth and and if you were to actually like almost like look at and start actually like uh put a big line in between and then put heaven on top and put heaven and earth on, on at the bottom. Um, what is true in heaven, uh, according to Hebrews 1, is going to be this. Um, you know, creation was made through him. He's the instrument uh, of creation. He's the expression of the glory of God, according to Hebrews 1. He is the son, right? Uh, creation is ruled by Jesus, Um and this is actually like he's the heir of all things. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. Um, and he's superior to angels. He is crowned with glory and honor. That's actually like when you're looking and just saying, what is in heaven? What is true of Jesus in heaven? Mm -hmm. We neglect and we end up drifting away because that's something we do not see. Um, and what we are required to do is to put our faith in what is unseen, which is Hebrews, um, that to please God, you have to actually like, he wants to please God, they have to believe in what is unseen. Yeah. But those are the true things today um, that we, when we're talking about fixating on Jesus, the last two weeks we've been really talking about, hey, these are the things, and those are the things that are meant to inform what's on the ground for us. What is that? That in the sun, all creation is redeemed. But is that what we see on the scoreboard? Sometimes that's not what we see. So you've got that reality like that's like where Jesus has made purification of sin. I am clean and I am cleansed in Jesus. But what is another reality? But I still see sin trying to take tyranny over my life. Mm -hmm. So... But what is true at that very moment, Jesus has cleansed. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's king. He rules. and he. But like we lose sight of the reality of, the, of what Jesus is because we, we listen to the voice of what? Sometimes the voice of condemnation begins to be louder in a, in a fallen world. Mm -hmm. It's louder than the voice of redemption. Like it's just, yeah. that's just the reality of being here. So we need to now pay attention, fixate, do all those things. 
it's almost like call to mind keep on having to look away from whatever is urgent and look towards what the reality of what you have in god um and then at the same time um you know for a while he was made a little lower than angels uh you know he suffered death but yet he's still the pioneer of our salvation he's still the lord he is still seated on the right hand of the father so that that's really just like at least like what then now the wrestle and the struggle in between uh, is like. The graph kind of looks like this. This is what I've been kind of talking about. That like mm -hmm. the, the reality of what Jesus has done is actually on the top. But, like, and, but yet today is that overlap. The overlap is like now we leave that in between already but not yet. Which was my last sermon. Um, <coughs> my last sermon in Malachi was like we are a look back look forward people and and looking back and looking forward people um what sustains them is that fixating is that fixating and looking towards god over and over and over so with that said um the the last portion of that like which is if you probably realize this i kind of used our core values as the way at least to call everybody to action um okay, yeah. and and by saying our core values um is just really looking and saying for us these core values are not just like a a, a nice little picture we're saying that like gospel why gospel that like fixating on jesus by using gospel as a core value we're saying this that um you know, and, and this is what I said on Sunday, that the message of the gospel, uh, that fixating on Jesus implies that we deliberately maintain and, and, and just continue to, to look and look and look at Jesus and what he has done. And we, an accurate esteem mm -hmm. uh, of our tremendous, uh, our, our incredible deliverance. Man, what did Jesus do? Like, will I ever understand everything and then it's like the more the trials I face, the answer to God's answer, the God's answer to everything is Jesus. And <laughs> the old, uh, <laughs> like, like the old Sunday school answer. What, what's the answer to this question, guys? Obviously, Jesus. Jesus, yeah, that's <laughs> it, right? Like, and so, and there is something about like I just finished reading second, first and second Corinthians, mm -hmm. where Paul says, "I resolve to know nothing, and proclaim nothing to you but Christ and Him crucified." Mm -hmm. there's a way in which Paul is serious about that Christ and him crucified and then he goes into this church and he picks up all their drama every single one of those things like every single one of them and he gives them a gospel solution to every single mm -hmm. every single issue yeah. that they have there is a Christ and, and this is actually what Paul is going to say Christ is our all in all so when I'm facing issues, like it's easy for us to, to, to always just think maybe the solution is somewhere else. Like what you truly need is Jesus and what he has done. Like so Jesus has that big bag. Uh, he's like, a, 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 what, what, what do you, you call him? Like uh, Inspector Gadget, who just oh, always gosh. like, like <laughs> Inspector Gadget, who has this bag that just basically like whatever he needs, there's a tool in there. It's bigger on the inside. Yeah, it's bigger <laughs> on the inside. Yeah, yeah, it's bigger on the inside. So, 
So it's it's really just like we have to be thinking about in Jesus. Um, and Paul in Ephesians is going to say there's uh, unsearchable riches in Christ. So whatever I need. And then at the same time, whatever I need is also in fixating on Jesus. But like sometimes the need is met through community. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually like why... Um, one quote that I never even read on Sunday um, um, is just this whole idea that like um, that what's important is that we we need to keep on looking, um, you know, we need to keep on looking towards one another. Uh, where, for example, uh, Grant Osborne says that in Hebrews, in fact, there are two antidotes to apostasy. Which is chapter six is going to start hitting hard, <coughs> like of like there are two antidotes to those that totally give up on God. W what is that medicine? Tell us the vertical side, which is maintaining the confession of our hope before God, mm -hmm. and then the horizontal side, involvement in the community uh, of the community in the life of an individual behavior uh, believer. Sorry. Mm -hmm. That, so there was actually like where it's like, man, look up, keep on looking at that, but then get involved in the life of actually what, uh, in the life of community. And, and so that now you can actually like be able to come and lift me up and we walk together mm -hmm. and we walk towards some of those things that, <coughs> that are so hard. And then the yeah. last part of it was also just the, the, com the, the mission aspect of that where, where at the end of the day, like there is a way in which we are being called to, um, man, like the we grow more and more in the fascination of the gospel when we see the gospel at work, especially like, like a, you know, you know, like like it's mm -hmm. like a the the picture that comes to mind is when you watch like Thor, the movie Thor, like where you remember like where Thor hits the ground, like. Where something is finally the the ground zero of an explosion. Oh, oh, where the uh, where the hammers at? Yeah, the yeah, hammers yeah, yeah, at, yeah. and then so they literally almost like camp around they, like, that. Clean room, the whole thing. Yeah, they literally like almost like make that like Area Fifty One kind of <laughs> that deal. We miss out on this. This is what I was gonna say. When Jesus says go and make disciples, there's something cool about that. All authority has been given to me. I'm king. Now go and make disciples, teaching them to obey everything that actually what I've commanded you, you know, <coughs> baptizing them, doing all that stuff. But what we forfeit as believers is the next line that's actually like uh, that comes out of that. And I will be with you till the ends of the age. Like it's like so there is nothing as fascinating as being on the ground zero moment of like w watching something. Usually like we're talking, when we talk ground zero, we're talking about like where literally things have been destroyed, mm -hmm. where hurricane has touched yeah. down. You see nothing but just <coughs> crap, right? Yeah. But here I'm talking about like, let's look at it the obvious or oh, 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 other side of that. Where like missiologists like uh, um, uh, the one that I read, uh, Leslie Newbegin, he says it's a radioactive fallout. And instead of uh, sucking life out of you, it's a life giving. Yeah. Where you have to at yeah. least entertain this one question as a believer. 
when is the last time I saw someone coming to know the Lord? Like, have you seen the transformation that comes with that? This life-giving radioactive fallout that just like that that is so life-giving that's transforming and literally picking someone from the from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his son and maybe the second question of that would be like are you ever praying for that is there someone you're praying to see come to know the lord in a fresh way are you Mm -hmm. asking the lord to god man you know what would be fascinating is if aunt susie could come and know the lord in some way and man get can I be part of that? Can I be in that delivery room, Lord? <laughs> like, oh, just to see new life yeah, yeah, show yeah. up. And, and man, listen, there is no better place to see, wow, Jesus is truly alive and he's ruling and he's reigning and he's transforming lives. Like than to be in those kind of places. Mm-hmm. Like where it's like, Jesus, help me to be part of that. Um, and and I think that's that's really now like what 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 a, if I had ten more minutes I would yeah. probably I know I've <laughs> said so much no no hey. that's I, that's just how our conversations go <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to it's not like a negative pushback but maybe a little bit of like a like a pushback on it mm-hmm. on when we are praying for somebody to to see that person come to Christ and to see the gospel really take hold and take root yeah and um like what leslie uh newbegin was saying was like how it is a radioactive that produces life Mm -hmm. a radioactive follow fallout that produces life yeah um i would say that most because like i i am in i'm in this camp for sure oh yeah that i have not actually led somebody to christ Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you haven't been in somebody's garden working it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so like, like yeah. What, um, so Greg Kokel is like super, mm-hmm. I think he's super famous for this, but he's very well known for saying and kind of holding on to this concept of gardening versus harvesting. Most yeah. Christians end up finding themselves to be gardeners yeah, rather yeah. than harvesters, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're not actively involved oh, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. process yeah, no, no, and, no, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. in discipleship mm-hmm. and, and leading them towards that. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> so so if you are if you're wondering why why you haven't seen that it's maybe because you're a gardener in that mm-hmm. person's life but also that is one of the pluses of being involved in a good community yeah, a good is community. you still yeah, yeah, yeah. even if you're not involved in that person's life you still get to see the gospel like take hold and you get to mm-hmm. see it like almost as if this person is coming out of like a cocoon yeah and that's, it's like this is a totally new yeah, person yeah. Mm-hmm. that you didn't see before yeah but now you get to see the fruit and of if that you, if you are a gardener <laughs> Like the nice part about a gardener is this. If you are like more like in the nursery ministry of like, man, you're the one who's just like nursing this seed and you're making sure it sprouts (coughs) up and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then that person moves away or you introduce them to a larger community and you watch them actually like, I would say that 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 gardener... Sometimes God will give you the benefit of actually the the privilege of seeing a transformed human being. Yeah, yeah. And that for me still is also just a part of like, man, I'm so glad I I planted, someone watered, 
and then but look at what like and i know mm-hmm. th- but there's still going to be that part of it like where if if you're not the harvester but you're still going to get the joy of the joy of the harvest <laughs> because you recognize that like man you know it it's like this like so for example there's a young man who used to come here uh who used to come here at city church um and 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 so for a while i was asking god to really do something so he said in our church we you know preached week in week out i saw him actually like uh um you know go through a million things um but you know recently i got a fo- i got a text message from one x29 pastor uh who when the student left here i recommended goes to that church and guess what he was getting baptized at that church mm-hmm. like this is like after 4 years of coming to city church and like and but like the nice part about it was that the pastor realized that like what were we doing in that garden mm-hmm. like we were gardeners <coughs> oh yeah yeah like and but at the same time he shared that picture with me and we were celebrating now like almost like a full circle kind of deal mm-hmm. of like oh my goodness wow all that labor believe me as a gardener i was frustrated <laughs> and i was just like bro when is it going to take in and cuz he was fixating on small things and mm-hmm. he was trying to like but guess what one day it was last week yeah last I th- week i think i think so cuz i yeah. think i saw I think I saw the post and I was like Yeah, it was like oh, All right. Okay. That's good. But that's actually that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's it doesn't mean you failed. So you so yeah. you're right when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, and that yeah. that's why I wanted to bring it that up. Yeah, that's is, good. Because that like so good. I don't want to I don't want the precedence to yeah. be or like that um I guess maybe precedence is the right way to put it. Yeah. Um that we've that we've kind of grown up in in the last 150 years yeah. is that if you don't get to the gospel every conversation then yeah. you're doing yeah. it wrong it's like mm-hmm. no like take the time get to know that person and this is like and i think i've mentioned this before like i'm working on developing this thing that i call relational capital yeah. where um i even go so far as to say that you know we as yes that is exactly what i saw i'm pretty sure <laughs> Actually, yeah. I think I saw like the face coming yeah, out of the water. The face, yeah, but, which is awesome. Um, so good. <laughs> yeah. But um that I go so far as to say that um when we um come into the family of Christ that whenever salvation and justification is applied to us, mm-hmm. it is because we have relational capital with Jesus. That there is something there that he's like he's like trust me i've i've already proven myself here 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 mm-hmm. and here and that's that relational capital and now we're trading it in. Yeah, um, yeah, but it is the gardening process is building that relational capital, not for yourself, mm-hmm. but for the kingdom, and <clears throat> it just kind of goes goes on, basically going on to say like, um, if you're not getting to that gospel conversation, it's okay. Take the time, get to know that person, get to know what makes them tick, so that whenever you do, maybe. if you get to that opportunity to present the gospel that person's actually going to listen to you they're not just going to hear the words that you're saying they're going to actually listen and heed the words that you're saying yeah yeah um yeah. 
no, so that's, that's, <laughs> that's, so that, that's what yeah. I'm that's what I've been working on mm-hmm. but I, I really do think that that's what we see in the gospel that's what we see happening yeah what did what does Jesus do with Zacchaeus yeah yeah he's like hey can I come eat with you like mm-hmm. I'm hungry you got food let let's yeah. let's sit down yeah yeah the goal of it is actually like position yourself like I I love I'm gonna lose a lot of people but like I think people will understand. I love the way people are in football. I love the way, like, running backs or whoever it is, they circle around the quarterback, uh, and the quarterback tells them the route to run. Like, so it just so my main thing is that, like, he tells them the route to run, and they go and they position themselves where he told them to go. Mm-hmm. This was before the ball snapped, yeah, correct? Yeah, the, before the ball is snapped, he tells them, hey, I am going to, like... I'm sending at least four or five people on different directions. Mm-hmm. So I think as well when it comes to this, like sharing in that joy um, is is maybe actually like just saying, do not just be content in one station. Mm-hmm. Like just be ready for surprises as in like, yeah, hey, let's go sit down and let's eat. Yeah. But if you find out that person is is no longer just like if you find out it's harvesting time, harvest right there. Yeah, yeah. If you find out it's watering, it just so basically like listen to and be what Jesus would always say. Uh, he would tell like the Pharisees that they knew how to read seasons, but they didn't know what time it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so that that's just like some of that like where. Living with Jesus as king is literally just like, man, God, I'm open for you to use me the best way, the best way in this situation. Yeah, so that yeah. like if that person is like, you you don't want to say, well, I'm not, I'm not like that person is like, yeah, so I'm ready to believe. And then that's actually now like where if I look at people that I've shared Jesus with, people that I've led to Christ, some of them I know. They, they, there's a saying that like someone has to hear the gospel. Like sometimes like instead, like there's sometimes people will hear it once and believe, mm-hmm. but usually it's because the Lord has worked on them a million steps through yeah. other people. There's so a some, lot of gardening that has gone before Yeah, them. before. So sometimes actually like you are, harvesting where where there's been 18 to 20 gospel proclamations before or just even like just like man you're not the first one to tell me this is what i need Mm -hmm. good and then just kind of like slowly um and that's now like where where we need to also um i would say also just be very like a lot more what i would say sensitive to what god is doing especially like on us <coughs> even on a sunday morning mm-hmm. yeah man like they, i have met some people who have just been it's the first time they've stepped in a church in 20 years yeah you need to wonder why like and but they woke up that morning and they decided I'm not going to sleep in. I'm going to go to church. Mm-hmm. I need something. I need someone. And that's now like probably like for me um as people of the king. I think that's how I ended up my sermon. Mm-hmm. Just as people of the king, 
we want to always make sure that like we we lead out of like what is the king require of me yeah and i'm ready to go serve in whatever station if the king wants me to be a guard at the door if the king wants me to be the one who's mm-hmm. tasting his food if the king wants me to be a spokesman if the king wants me to be the one who who does a lot of like like you know um who works in the kitchen and all he does is tenderize the meat before it gets cooked <laughs> that's just what it is yeah. um but be a person like the people of the king who prioritize man we're going to prioritize fixating on Jesus mm-hmm. we're going to prioritize now actually what like making sure everyone is encouraged mm-hmm. we're going to make prioritize man like being the those that are going and serving um and serving and becoming a great uh what i would say a presence in a place i think about you the fact that like you get to go into a school and you get to be present for 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 days on end and and you help start and continue conversations and you and that's actually like you are playing to use another f- like you're playing another sport analogy you're playing your position mm-hmm. um but that's not like where all y- your success shouldn't be measured by, by so how many people have we seen it no 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 mm-hmm. like part of that is heaven is going to actually just show us hey this is what the impact is um yeah. well and that yeah <clears throat> and i think that that kind of leads into what i wanted to kind of talk talk about and get some clarification on yeah because you mentioned something yeah that as a philosophy nerd yeah. made me perk up okay um but <laughs> I knew what you were talking about, and I wanted to make sure that everybody, everybody else yeah, knows. Yeah. Um, so you you mentioned difference of kind, not degree. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> to me, I'm no, like difference of being. Not, was it different? Was it difference yeah, of being? Degree. So yeah, yeah, to yeah. being not being not degree, but at the same time, difference yeah, in, difference in kind, being is the yeah, same yeah, is yeah, kind, kind in philosophical yeah, terms. Yeah. Um, but to me, I'm like, oh, that's Aristotle's categories. So like to place an angel with in the category of jesus is to commit a category error in in meaning basically that angels don't belong in that category so why place them there that's that's like that doesn't make sense or or maybe vice versa jesus doesn't even belong in that category. no no contrary to what the jw's believe he's not an angel yeah but um so could you help like could you expound on that a little bit more or maybe even just rehash what you already said about that <coughs> and man you're making me cough yeah. uh, <laughs> um could you like expound upon that um just because that is a major a major thing that could really end up tripping us up especially when it comes to understanding what i saw in in this whole passage was the deity of christ yeah because yeah. if if we if we commit a category error and place Jesus in the category of angels. He is no longer divine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that's now like where, um, if anything, there were three things that like at least like, maybe let's say a couple of, a couple of errors that have happened. And this is now we need to know our history, right? Mm-hmm. That's why heresies um, are fun. Yeah. So, in fact, there were 
couple of heresies that like you probably didn't even realize that was like but like a lot of them I was calling them out in that mm-hmm. uh because like the first one would be um you know Arianism mm-hmm. that actually just like Arianism <laughs> which has expressed itself eventually in Mormonism yeah uh, expressed itself in, in JW stuff yep. Uh, that actually just believe Jesus is a glorified angel. He's an archangel. He's mm-hmm. he's like and but yet that's where now like my guy uh, Athanasius, like who I studied, mm-hmm. was like no, he is of the same essence as, as the Father. Um, yes, right. And that's actually now like where even like where um, you get to see. Well, we 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 talked about the Nicene Creed. Yeah, true God Nic- from True God. That's the reason why we're using the Nicene yes. Creed actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, true God of true God. So that's now like where you, um, when you're looking there, like the comparative idea uh, is like is it enhances Jesus's dignity, and he is like his his essence, and he is um, he is superior than angels, um, because in fact, when you now go back to, and I love at least the way the the writer of Hebrews goes. Um, because like when he says that like um my lord you say my lord say to my lord sit at my right hand right the lord say to my lord sit at my right hand and and his enemies will be made footstool which is like psalm 110 mm-hmm. um and actually like that's even when uh when jesus asks and he says uh who was god talking who was who was if who was who was God talking to? Was he talking to David or his greater son? Uh, and then the Pharisees pulled back on that, right? Like, and but yet that's actually the most used. So, um, with that said, so number one, number one, the 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 you know, like the JWs, the Mormons, and then the the other side of that is is the Catholic veneration of angels, um, where where uh, you know veneration of angels, obviously like. Uh, veneration of even like because they they will venerate angels they say the ones who have seen the face of God uh, so therefore they can actually now become like mediators to to for salvation before God mm-hmm. um, and that's also even just <coughs> in those cultures where angels were ven- venerated and if you had seen an angel and Number three, number four, that goes now on some of our heavily charismatic uh, movements that are all about seeing angels in their worship. Mm-hmm. Like they're all about seeing angels. They're seeing like your your experiences uh, with God have been totally like it's almost like the steroids of your worship is when you can see angels and gold dust and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And so those are errors that we see even today. So having said that, um, you know, it's almost like the way like the, that era is where, where, for example, like some people were like, man, and this person saw angels. So therefore they, they have a revelation from God. What that all does is that, like, what the writer here is now saying that no, 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 no. You have someone who's way better than angel, not better than the angels in degree, which is actually like where, for example, if you put it in degree, you're just saying even though it's ten thousand degrees of separation, he's still he's still higher. 
Mm -hmm. So that's where you might put an archangel. But like, is he different in terms of being? If you take him and now you say he is different in terms of being, that's actually now like Mm -hmm. where it says, um, if you look, for example, in that that passage um, where he says, uh, and he's looking at and 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 at the sun uh using i think it was some uh some one o one um you know every single one of these um which is some some forty six your throne but to the sun your throne um your throne god is forever and ever the scepter of your kingdom and the, what's so nice about that is that your throne uh they ask which mm-hmm. is actually taking him and putting his being as like, which is where, where the land fathers would say, una substantia, tres personas, una substantia, mm-hmm. which is like he shares the same essence as God, mm-hmm. the same essence. Um, so he's pulling all these passages from the Old Testament that are talking <coughs> about the right, rightly so. Most of these are royal psalms, talking about the Davidic king, but if you remember first, second Samuel chapter seven, this is actually like your your kingdom, David, is gonna go forever and ever. Like this is talking about the messianic savior who's gonna come. Mm-hmm. And the writer of Hebrews says that no, 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 no. Guys, don't make a mistake and think he is actually what? An angel? He is actually better than an angel. He is what? He is God. Mm-hmm. Because all these prophet prophetic um uh, utterances concerning the messianic figure all of them are talking about him not as a <coughs> not as one who is different in degree but the one who is actually what shares the same essence and substance as god yeah yeah so that that's really yeah. just like yeah i know it's platonic obviously like it's just one of those things where it's like but I'm, like o- I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. It's, <laughs> but you, you know how it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, still all, like Plato was trying to talk through that that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's where now, unless I am of <coughs> the the belief that old tr- essence of truth is from God. Mm-hmm. From oh yeah, God yeah, yeah. Originally, yeah. And even those guys were trying to put language to those things of Which, like but that's, essence being and all that. Yeah, yeah. but that's where mm-hmm. I get really thankful to people that have come before like doesn't matter where they came from like if they're if they're putting words to um let's say the trinity because that's that's what athanasius was really Mm -hmm, defending mm -hmm, was the mm -hmm. trinity yeah but let yet you go back and you look at at what their culture was what like was surrounded by and it was greek philosophy yeah the the greeks mainly aristotle and plato were massive figures within their within, th- within their they, thought they process they created and they <clears throat> they changed the way people talked yeah they just yeah. they quite literally just gave language to things that we already knew intuitively mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. granted that takes a lot of work so why not praise them for that yeah but yeah. also why why are we so adverse to using words that are not for lack of a better term, biblical, like found in the Bible, yeah. when it's merely trying to describe what's being taught what's in, being the bi- taught. Yeah. in the Bible. So like whenever, like with the categories that I brought up, yeah. but also substances and essences, like 
those are Aristotle's metaphysics. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah. Athanasius and and everybody else were like, that works. Yeah, we're going even, to use it. Even later on in Hebrews, you're gonna get to see that whole idea of like the covenant. the The Ark of the Covenant was a copy of something that's in heaven, which is actually also like very philosophic in some mm-hmm. way of just the whole idea <coughs> that like what you see here on earth is a copy in the mind of the creator and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. all Aristotle. But that stuff, doesn't. Like, but that. But that doesn't mean that we live in an. I'm going to use a big philosophical or yeah. philosoph- philosophy yeah. of mind term, idealistic. Yeah. Ter- mm-hmm. or, u- or use of the universe where it's like the universe is real. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. again, to use some, some philosophy of mind terms, mm-hmm. it is more of like a representation yeah. of what mm-hmm. is in heaven that is even more real yeah, than, even than more this. Real like than it's, this. Yeah. it's more of like this is the foundation of what we see here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a it's a very <coughs> it just helps you to know that like that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why we need to understand scripture even though God was speaking in space and time um there was still language like the language part of it mm-hmm. we have to do a quite a little bit of work that's yeah. why like when I'm preaching you will hear me saying um you know you'll hear me kind of just saying what this word means in that culture means this yeah because i have to realize that like when it says do not neglect like neglect for us just might just be like huh but like it's got a lot more gravity Mm -hmm. when you actually start thinking about like okay what does neglect look like what is pay attention Mm -hmm. for them mean and so we have to now like always make sure that we're still doing Mm -hmm. the historical grammatical literary um just mm-hmm. work um in terms of like so that we can now bring it to our culture today um yeah yeah one of the things that you know yeah, yeah i'm glad you, you did mention <coughs> that I, if you read the book of hebrews and you do not uh intersect with like we're seeing in the book of hebrews you do not intersect with like but w- what what religion what cults what what is this going against what's the, yeah what's what's the in- intention yeah yeah it's the same thing like even islam is rebuked there mm-hmm. because jesus is not just some prophet like mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like yeah, he's not he's, just a man yeah he's not just a man um i would even yeah judaism is actually later on you're gonna see he is a better high priest mm-hmm. he's in fact like it's just like these these like all these things of like every one of the he, book of hebrews is going to just like just totally be like that um i was watching a video of uh, a cement truck full of like a cement truck um a, a simulation of cement truck uh you know running full force against a, a bronco uh, like a Toyota, like mm-hmm. a whatever it is, and them just seeing like which one would survive. <laughs> like, <Gosh>. uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say that like the writer of Hebrews brings Jesus as the cement truck who is leveling <laughs> everything. <laughs> like, and he is like, man, take up whatever. Like, every prophet is is talking and he's looking towards him. Like, and and but if mm-hmm. you think maybe just Moses is the man. Uh, no, no, no. Jesus is better than Moses. Yeah. 
if you think angels <coughs> are the man you know like it, it's mm-hmm. like uh yeah, yeah. So it's just i've watched like uh you know um in basketball for example there's always that guy who's like after he slam dunks he's like i'm that man i'm that man <laughs> and like well jesus is gonna come and totally cripple everyone in that like that's why the book of hebrews is so so important and i think you spoke about that um i listened to your sermon uh that you spoke at um when you were oh, my, at my dad's church like yeah. hebrews and colossians would be right right like because they're all like speaking in a philosophic community uh but like very like but yet they're going for nothing less but the supremacy of christ yeah but when it's going for nothing less but the supremacy of christ that's why my application on sunday was that his supremacy requires our humility Mm -hmm. like our humility in every single area so that there is nothing he has no rival, no equal. Jesus is coming for all. He doesn't want to share any glory with anything. Mm-hmm. He is like, yeah, he's coming <laughs> for all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, so, and our joy is <clears throat> tangled up in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in him being supreme. Yeah, yeah so be- since we have all of these different competing voices mm-hmm. that really are much louder yeah, yeah. Than, than Jesus, mm-hmm. than the voice of Christ, um, and that usually those are the ones that get the platform. Yeah. So we're, we're seeing an explosion right now within the LDS community, but also yeah, I'm sure JWs are probably mixed in there somewhere. That yeah. JW, by the way, is Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Um, so I use that because Jehovah's mm-hmm. Witnesses is really difficult to say sometimes yeah. when you're trying to say it fast. But and Jordan Peterson, yeah, 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 and, <laughs> so, and Joe Rogan, <clears throat> and Joe and Rogan, uh, yeah. So yeah. all, so we have all of these competing voices. Mm. Um, no matter how close they are to Christ, as in Jordan Peterson, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's so close. I'm praying for him. But yeah. what is one way, practically speaking, that we can enhance? the voice of Christ in our lives, so that whenever, no matter what we're what what his voice is competing with we're going to hear it mm-hmm. how what is one practical way i just think the very th- the three things like our core values are just like they they are probably the most practical things like where <laughs> where i would say that like orient your life around like man the there's a oh man this is this is the thing so um you know, so many distractions. I want. I want to. I want to kind of just like maybe. Um, they, there's a book that I'm reading right now uh, because I'm kind of working on uh, a lot of things, um, and in terms of like habits of household, um, you know, it just basically just talks about like the whole idea that like um, you can't you can't think yourself out of a pattern that you. You didn't think yourself into so they, there's a way in which like we have to really start thinking about like okay how do I how do I like uh, um, how do I start really thinking about like uh, going before God and really just like saying okay um, I'm in a messy world everything is trying to take my attention um, but what are my versions of destruction that I'm finding myself with? 
um and and so sometimes like it, it's just one of those things of like what what is it that's demanding your attention um you know um what's demanding your attention uh and and when you are thinking about like um you know i was thinking about like um what uh justin widmer early said in his book habits of the household and he talks about like um he's he says like it's a theology of waking um you know that that like as as, as you wake up in the morning uh there's something that's actually happening um you know you wake up what's the first thing you're tempted to do um you know you you you're tempted to reach out to what your phone um and you 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 know you you you're tempted to wake up to your phone and take your phone and then like all of a sudden like and but then what's happening there is that like now all of a sudden like it's like you are waking up if if you wake up and you try to reach out to your phone and what's the first thing you go to like you go to Instagram and all that mm -hmm. stuff uh and instantly you are plunged into like the gospel of comparisons mm -hmm. like and then maybe if you <coughs> wake up and uh sometimes like the the main thing you want to wake up to is like you wake up and you just like unconsciously uh you reach out to and you want to go and work on your your stuff like you've got a calendar and you're just like seeing who emailed you and stuff mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like productivity becomes your, your everything that you first wake up to um and you just like as soon as you wake up like and you reach out to then it begins to actually inform you inform inside within uh what what is so important um and instead of doing that like then we need to really start disciplining ourselves mm -hmm. like when it comes to gospel um like and like so for example in him that Justin with my early says that like um when you wake up don't reach out first for your phone like man just wake up and try to at least get into before i hear what the world is at or for example someone who wakes up and checks the news right away mm -hmm. it's almost like you're you're plunged into a world of anxiety and things like all the bad news that's going on um or or someone who's like wakes up to celebrity news <laughs> like and this is reality we can do that so and so did what who passed away what happened and all that stuff and just like these are things that just might just be happening so like recognizing that like if you were to wake up and let light in what's the first light that shows up mm -hmm. so just yeah. be be very attentive <clears throat> to like okay mm -hmm. i'm waking up let me make sure that my first meal is let me hear from scripture let me respond let mm -hmm. me pray let me do all those things that's a gospel piece of this yeah like make sure that like you 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 are guarding what feeds your soul first instead of actually like the world of comparison and a million other things mm -hmm. and 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 just to say maybe even during christmas the reason why we're saying fixating are you waking up already thinking oh my gosh like i didn't get this gift i didn't and so you are in the amazon 
cart before yeah. you are yeah. in God's word. And then so at the end of the day, it's like, so anyway, anyway, that's, that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also the community aspect of just like what's practical and surround yourself with, um, you, you know, you study like in football, there's something so amazing. It's called watching film. Mm-hmm. You know what really takes you off and what gets you off the rails and all of a sudden you lose sight of Jesus and the cross and who he is in the midst of all these philosophies and stuff. Invite a couple of friends in. That's also another way of letting in more light. Let mm-hmm. the light of the word of God, uh, <coughs> yeah, which yeah, is yeah. actually like what he uses, what Widmer early uses in there. He says that like in the morning you open the curtains just like when God showed up in the world and said, let there be light. Let the light of the world, the word of God, let, let the light of you talking to God about what that matters in prayer and devotion. But let the light of community come in. Be able to kind of invite other people in there. And then at the same time, obviously, another practical thing is that in the midst of all these other cultures that are around, mm-hmm. um, that says, man, go get it all um, because we're moving from Good Friday, like, no, 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 we're moving from uh, Black Friday all the way to Christmas Plus. It's all, all that there is. It's like, get it, get it, get it, go get it. Mm-hmm. You need this, you need. But like in the midst of that mission, then uh, might just be, hey, who can I serve during this time? I think yeah. that's now like where it's like, man, what's the most Christ-like thing to do right now is to lay my life down. Who needs a meal? Who's sick? Who needs served? And all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, and, I, and I'll end with this quote uh, from Sam Storms. Listen to this. Mm. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Um, and, and so I would say that set your hope fully on the grace that was shown, that will be shown, and the grace that is available for us. That's now the the heaven reality aspect that we mm-hmm. tend to easily forget. Yeah. Um, and this is what Sam Storm says. This is a commanded obsession. I love that. He says, this is a commanded <laughs> obsession. Obsession. Fixate fully. Rivet your soul on the grace that you will receive when Christ returns. Tolerate no distractions. Um, distractions entertain no diversions don't let your mind be swayed devote every single ounce of mental and spiritual and emotional energy to concentrating and contemplating on the grace of jesus Uh, what grace is that it is the grace of the heavenly inheritance that you and i have Mm -hmm. so i would say just practically that just might look like um like for example like i just write like a, a verse what promise of God that I really need for the for the struggles that I have? What 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 promise of God do I need to chew on? Like it's like that extended release chew. <laughs> like it's just like what yeah, promise yeah, yeah. do I need to to dwell on? Let the word of <coughs> Christ richly dwell in you. Mm-hmm. Am I anxious? What promise of God do I need? Find that promise. Write it on a three by five card. Create a screensaver for your phone. Um, put an alarm mm-hmm. that will put reminders of when do you stop and just think of it, and then voice maybe one sentence prayers on the Lord towards yeah. the Lord. Yeah, like, you see what I mean? Yep. Like, 
yeah what what promise do i <coughs> and then at the same time maybe find someone else and just i like joe joe gill does this very well find other people that you can be like hey man call me anytime and ask me how my devotion time was mm -hmm. and then it's like have some people that not only just have accountability which is like but not cop accountability which is like stop me on the highway with with red lights and i'm scared <laughs> you're stopping me no 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 yeah. accessibility accountability where it's like i know that joe can walk into my life anytime i know gus can walk into my life anytime give other people access mm -hmm. as into hey man how are you doing what's distracting you lately um, yeah just practical stuff yeah because if <clears throat> and I'll I'll end with this as yeah. well because if you don't let people in mm -hmm. you're not going to let God in. Yeah. So if you're unwilling to let it could be your best friend. If you're yeah. unwilling to let your yeah. best friend in, you're not going to let God in because he already knows it. Yeah. Your best yeah. friend doesn't and you have to actually voice it, but it yeah. I mean that's a logical that's <clears throat> a logical even uh, the logic of Jesus' argument on forgiving one another is like, if you can't love the one that you see, mm -hmm. how does it, you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, the yeah. is almost like, that's a very good logic as well of like using community as well. Yeah. Um, it's very important. In that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's good. That was, we went yeah. so much longer than expected, but that's yeah. all right. It was a good conversation. Um, and we want to remind you, for those of you that are listening to this, to not, um, not stop with um, being involved in a in a local church because of whatever reason. Um, especially, you know, Christmas is coming, and we are anticipating the advent of Christ. But we are, but don't stop being involved in a local community, even if it's for a season like Christmas. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you're so focused on. And fixated on the material when mm -hmm. we need to be fixated mm -hmm. on on Christ. Course, yeah. So, get involved and stay involved and stay connected to a good gospel community so that we can be sent on mission. Um, so, Raphael, thank you for for this conversation for the sermon, and we will see you all next week. Yeah.